0: I'm Sonia Morton-Firth and you're watching the Sonia Morton-Firth Show. Today my guest is George McGarran. George is one of the top connectors on LinkedIn. Watch this interview and learn the traits of a successful entrepreneur. George, thank you so much for being a guest on my show for the second time. This is <laughs> two, modern technology, eh? Yes. Uh, so, George, thank you so much for joining me all the way from uh, New York, uh, on that side of the water. And as I said, we have had this interview before, but because of um, how technical Zoom problems, we right. didn't record. So here we are again, and it's a pleasure talking to you again.
1: Well, it's a good it's a good excuse to, to hang out with you. I appreciate it. And uh, I guess we'll give some, we'll preface it with, the last time we did the whole interview and then... I don't know. Maybe it was me. It was, some, it was, it was, it was the technology piece, and then it just it disappeared, right? Into,
0: but maybe into, it was all meant to be.
1: Yes. Yes. Which is cool. Which is cool. But uh, I feel like we're old friends now, which is oh, a good problem to have. We are. Yeah.
0: George, now, am I right in saying that you have about 30,000 connections on your LinkedIn, and you've been ranked amongst the top uh, connectors uh, on, on LinkedIn?
1: So that that is that is true. Um, I, I I was on LinkedIn, for example. I was an early. I, I think I've been signed up with them since two thousand five, right? So it wasn't really, yeah, it wasn't really a thing. Um, but I, I saw the value early, and then I just got in, I just sort of got just got into it, and uh, I've had thirty thousand connections now for. It's been it's been a couple of years now. It's been maybe I would say let's say we're two thousand twenty. 2016 2015 I've had you know I've I've uh it's actually a problem right It's because you you're you're limited to you're limited to 30,000 connections on LinkedIn right so it's it's we're constantly kind of recycling and seeing who to remove and who to keep and oh
0: gosh oh was like some sort of the yeah yeah you've got your limits so you've got to keep cutting it down yeah yeah down.
1: but but there there are people this is a tip about LinkedIn by the way that a lot of people say they they, I hear this comment from executives. So I work with executives that are making from 300,000 to four to 5 million a year. And so we, I we, we, we have a placement company, a recruiting company, but we also have a, like a coaching business and we help them with their, we help with the branding. Sometimes they'll say, Hey George, I, I don't like, I don't, I'm too busy running a business. I don't use LinkedIn, right? And uh, you know, I'm not a social media person. So I get, I get the Facebook thing, you know, maybe, the LinkedIn piece is really important because you have 7 billion people on this planet. Right. And every time you go try to do a deal, you're at the pub, you meet somebody uh, you're at, a, you're at a hotel and you meet somebody, they go on LinkedIn and they kind of check you out. LinkedIn is usually the first thing that pops up. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. So there's an elevator pitch right. that you have to be. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's an elevator pitch that you have to be really careful about. And uh, so if you're, if you're hiring people, if you're growing a business, if you're, you know, not just, not just not just for the person as a candidate. Sometimes th- people think LinkedIn is just a candidate thing, um, but it's a great it's a great marketing tool. You know, I I use. I mean, I haven't had a resume in twenty years or a CV in twenty years, but I use LinkedIn as a marketing tool, as a as a business development tool, as a as a um, talent acquisition tool to hire people for my team. There's a lot of uses. So that's I saw that early, and I and I kind of went all in in two thousand five.
0: So do you think the strategy behind you just connecting to, to lots of people has really helped? Is the number of connections helped you?
1: hundred percent. And here, here's why, right? So here's the, here's the, I, 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 learned this lesson because I was, I was sitting at a bar in San Francisco, right? In 2005, 2000, I think it was 2000, 2005, 2006. The guy next to me was the VP of engineering for LinkedIn, right? And we had this conversation and I had mentioned, yeah, I only have like 300 contacts, and I I I connect to people that I know, and I don't connect to people that I don't know. He then said to me, he said, George, the system is built. It's all about six degrees of separation, right? Yeah. And and he and he gave me an example of of the the bartender. He said, listen, maybe maybe the um, maybe you wouldn't connect to the bartender because you say, well, they have nothing to do with what I do and we're different businesses, but maybe that bartender is married to you know, an executive at a major corporation. So the fact that you're connected to this one person, it opens up a whole, you know, floodgate for others. And, and that's the reality of LinkedIn, right? So I have 30,000 connections. And if you have 5,000, 10,000, um, I have more access to people, right? So I can see more people. Mm-hmm. I also show up on more searches, you know, per, per month, right? So people have more access to me. So when they do a search, there's a better chance of me showing up than somebody else, right? So it's all related on, on the interconnectivity of the, um, so you should you should literally connect. I mean, quite frankly, you know, I mean, it, I try to connect to people that are usually either in Europe or in the United States, but uh, you should connect to people that are that are primarily. You, you don't know who that other person's connected to, right? So you might be connected mm-hmm. to twenty thousand people, and and they might be amazing contacts. Now, I now have access to those twenty thousand people. Mm-hmm one way or another
0: and do you just sort of accept everyone that comes your yes.
1: way i mean I, yes. I do now i just yeah i do yeah. Like, yeah 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 <laughs> I, so i i do uh one trick to having thirty thousand connections or just you know if you've got it or any thirty thousand of anything um is you need to have somebody else take care of the work so I, I don't personally manage my account i have my team manages my linkedin account if an important message comes in um they'll deal with it if somebody you know if there's a we you would be surprised some people don't use linkedin because they think that they'll be just just bombarded with with solicitations and and uh you know that's that's anywhere right but we I don't get that many which is pretty good um and i've got my email on on my my email is on my about section which is a tip for people if you you should in your about section it's the only part of the linkedin piece where you can you can uh the whole world can see so, you know, you can put an email or a phone number, you know, if you'd like, but that's a, that's a, that's a good tip for the LinkedIn people out there.
0: That's a good point. I'm going to write that down Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, put my email in the about section. Definitely. Right. And um, um, what are the tips would you give people? Um, I mean, I presume, and, and, I, and I'll ask you what, what, you know, the, the landscape of recruitment over the past few months must've changed because of the pandemic. we can't not mention the pandemic. How has that changed and how do you think LinkedIn can help that?
1: So you have, you have a lot of people now that are just, they, they, they would do the, you know, they do the grind, right. They go to work, go to an office. I think the, I think the landscape of where people work is just a lot of people now are kind of like, they think it's a pretty cool idea to be able to be able to work remotely or virtually. Right. You know, not to have to go into an office, um, my my team, for example, my team we we've been virtual virtual or remote since two thousand nine, right? So we've been on that for a while. Um, but I, I think that in terms of, and that's going to change recruiting because instead of instead of having a company that just let's say we're going to be in Texas or we're going to be in London, you know, if you you don't have to be as a corporation, you don't have to be in London anymore. You can be anywhere as long as the talent. I think talent will now drive where they live versus. You know versus the company driving uh or deciding where the talent lives right, so I think you'll you'll see people that are going to be living in you know all parts of the world, maybe they'll be working in London but they'll be living in Indonesia right yeah so yeah.
0: It's a true I think you'll see, I think,
1: yeah you'll you'll see that i mean it's it's not it's not really a word, but I call it and my business model is set up this way it's I call it geographically agnostic right which is not i mean it doesn't mean anything um but that's kind of my invention of the word. But I, I, you know, if I need to move or if I want to move to China tomorrow, right, I can move. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't impact anything for me or my business. And I think people are going to start doing that much, much, you know, much more often. There's so many airports out there. You can just get on a plane and go if you need to go. And, uh, even the planes have Wi-Fi; you you can work on the plane. It's a, it's a, I just think that's going to change drastically with recruiting. You're going to have a lot of people. Now, the fact that you don't have to go in an office, companies are also wise to that, and they're going to say, "Well, instead of the you know eighty thousand pounds or the two hundred thousand pounds, we're going to pay you, we're going to give you one fifty, but you get to work from home, right?" So choose. So, um, but I, I think that's that's changed um, from the executive level. It's 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 I would say the executive recruiting level, the the, the level we're dealing with. It's still you know things are still done face to face, so that's been on pause for a while, right? But. um,
0: um what yeah. do you think? Because I'm. I'm a great believer in, in connection. Do you think that we're losing that part of business? And 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 if we are, how important do you think that is? For-
1: I don't know. You know, like you and I, are, you and I are kind of built the same way, right? Like, give me a choice between a video, a Zoom video, or or you know, a restaurant. I'll meet you at the restaurant, right? Definitely. Like hundred 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 one times out of hundred times, yeah. Like why not? Um, so I think I think I, I just think there's a lot of a lot of people like you're not going to change, you know, you're not going to change who I am, right? Like it's it's still, and I don't think you're going to change because of you know, like as soon as things are you think it's safe to do certain activities, like you're going to do it, right? So uh, I don't know, I don't I don't think that's going to, I think I think the problem is are the younger people, right? The younger people mm-hmm. are learning, like they're learning not to go outside, they're learning to hide behind their you know, their, their, their phones and well,
0: their, yeah, let's face it. Even before all this kicked off, you'd, you'd go yeah. into the cafe or a bar or a restaurant and you know, there would be a group of what I call youngsters, like yeah. like kids. And then just like, they're all looking down at the phone. They're not talking to each other. It's like
1: terrible. Yeah. Wow. And you and I, I mean,
0: conversation.
1: like we, I mean, like, so we, you know, we meet like, right. My phone's in my pocket, your phone's in your purse and like, we're not, it's not in front of us. Right. We're not, we're not doing this thing. Um, it's and you see that too. You see that when they're out, right? It's like they're in the circle yeah. and they're all just just.
0: And and, and now it's going to be the mask I'm the first. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh.
1: I have a I have a I have a I have a, I call him a kid, but he's not a kid. He's twenty. I mean, he's twenty seven. He works on my team. He worked for me for four years, and uh, he he um he was like without a girlfriend for you know he had a hard time meeting meeting you know girl you know girls, and uh, we we went out one day like for lunch. And he's on his phone, you know, and I'm, and I'm like, there's like there's five girls right there. Just go talk to the, you know, like, I mean, they just don't know, how, socially. They just they they lose that skill set, right? Of just yeah. to, to talk to people. And It's not, it's not about like you know, go target five females. But it's 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 like the fact that he doesn't socially know how to even. He's not comfortable with just even figuring something out like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, like four years. If you're 27. I think it was twenty. He's now he's twenty seven. Four years without somebody is like that's that's like, you know, twenty five years in dog years, right? Like yeah, it's a long yeah, yeah. time. Yeah,
0: that's a that's a long yeah. time. But yeah.
1: well, they they're socially socially they have a, um, from a business standpoint, I see it all the time. We had a problem. It was a it was a uh, it was a six figure problem, right? Mm-hmm. A deal that just went south. Like it was disastrous for us. And uh, one of the guys that was on my team that was dealing with it, he he. I, you know, we talked about it and he said, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to send them an email and I'll text them later. And, you know, I'm like, listen, you need to pick up the phone or go see the guy, you know, like <laughs> one or the other, but you're not going to solve a problem over the, you know, over text.
0: Absolutely. I mean, we always used to say that I was in, in sales and in corporate life for 20 years and it was always like, listen, just go down there with the contract, you know, actually see them face to face. Don't yeah. you Don't just take it down there. There's the band he was sign.
1: to good right. Well, they say there's a, there's a, there's a, I forget who says this, but the contract, they say contract is just a, a contact with VR, right? The relationship, right? And that's mm-hmm. what it is. So, you know, I think, I think the younger, um, one of one of the, I saw this on a, on a, on a Facebook business group. It was like for new people that were starting businesses. And one of the questions was, um, what should I do? Like what I'm starting a new business. What should I do first? Should I buy a CRM? Should I, um, should I spend money on Facebook ads? Should I, you know, should I hire a digital marketer? It was all these things. Right. A- and, uh, like, I don't know if I had a business, the first thing I would do is just go get clients. Right. Like, like, like you don't need anything else. Just get clients. You can figure you, know, you can, and they, they, everything for them is digital. They want to hide behind like 150 emails. And then they assume that just money will magically, you know, appear. It doesn't work that way. But, but I think from a, like a, from a recruiting standpoint, a corporation standpoint, you're, you're going to see, I think, I think the problem that maybe not, maybe not a problem, but a lot of the younger generations, they just, they just, they're just not, they just seem less active. Right. You see it. I don't know if you notice this too, in at least here in the States in, in these little small towns, like you don't see kids outside riding their bicycles. You don't see kids outside skating. You don't see kids, outside doing anything really they're kind of inside their house
0: yeah i mean where i am in london there is there's a lot of still there is a lot of activity and they they just sort of on the outskirts in a place called richmond so it's not it's not in the center center london it's a bit outside and it's very green and yeah people have been outside a lot but i I hear yeah that
1: but like in general like kids are just not like not, when I, I was, not,
0: not when i was a kid no uh, not like when i was a kid Everything yeah. was out on the
1: street i mean it was like son you come home you know so i come home come home before the sun you know before it gets dark and that yeah. was it right yeah, yeah where are you yeah. going i'm going to so-and-so's house
0: yeah and then come home before dark street.
1: yeah and then you you prayed that you were home before dark because your parents would just you know it was a problem right yeah, yeah. and uh now you just don't see that like you don't see you don't see activity with kids unless it's like an organized sport you don't see that and i think but I think I I, um, I, my, I have a five year old. My five year old asked me the following question. He said, "Dad, like I, I just don't understand. Why do we have to physically go to school? Like why can't I just do it from the computer? You know?" Wow, and, uh, that's yeah, so,
0: interesting from a five year old. How we're yeah. oh, really really
1: so that's I mean he's he's like the rest of the five year olds out there, right? That are like this is easier just to um, yeah I don't know I mean there's a there's that. There, that's the negative of some of this, right? I think there's a, there's like, you know, if I, listen, if I want to move tomorrow to China, that's cool. But I think a five-year-old or a seven-year-old or a 10-year-old needs to be, you know, there's a social aspect of learning things, right? Yeah. Completely. To be, to be yeah, I mean, it's, it's, but I think that's changing, you know, that's changed, that will change through this. Uh... The other thing too, is companies, unfortunately, companies from a recruiting standpoint, they're realizing, you know, listen, wait, maybe we don't need the 350 people that we had. Maybe we need 180, you know? And uh, I think a lot of people are, will be weeded out that weren't maybe adding value.
0: So on that, um, if you were to give advice to anyone that's watching this and, and they're just saying, oh, God, you know, I've just been laid off or I've just been right. furloughed for, for a period of time, how sh- what should they do to differentiate themselves to an employee, a potential prospect employer?
1: Right. So a couple of things I would do, first of all, you need to get the LinkedIn like together rocking, right? You need to get all that, you know, told really well. And then like, Email we, we the page. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, get, get things, you know, get it, get the, the story told properly. Um, the second thing is, and, and we, we, I mean, we, we sell these services, right. And I, and I tell people this before they, and they, I mean, these are executives that spend a lot of money with us to, to do this. And I, I always preface it with, like, listen, you could have the most beautiful document, you know, prepared. It doesn't, if your strategy is off, it doesn't matter. You know, like the the document and everything else is 15, 20% of it. Some people think, especially if you're furloughed, like you've never really had to look for, maybe if you look for a job three times in your life, they think, okay, I'm going to take the resume. I'm going to get, I'm going to get the CV together, LinkedIn, and then, okay, I'm ready. And then I'm going to send. And, and then they get, they become disappointed, right. That they don't there's not no response. They need to figure out, they have a sales problem, right? You need to figure out, okay, there's 15 jobs. There's 20 jobs that I'd like to go for. Who, who do I know that works at a company? Who, who might I know? And they need, to, they need to take it offline to some extent, right? So, so
0: basically the old sales tactic of getting an introduction
1: in or... I know. 100%. That, 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 there's an 85% chance. I mean, this is for somebody. But let's, you know, there's an 85% chance that somebody will find their next job through six degrees of separation, right? Mm-hmm. So... There's a two percent response rate, by the way, if you apply to something online, right? So two percent. So you send your CV out hundred times, you get two two responses. So it's it's pretty. Okay. You know, it, it's the same way, you know. So they have a marketing and they have a sales problem, but it's a people. It, it's it's not, you know, it's not a it, it's a it's a people problem, and you need to figure out how to get to the people. You can also, if you're furloughed, this is a great this is a great tip for if you if you'd like to use LinkedIn. So go, go, you know, you go on LinkedIn and you say, okay, I work at, I'll give you an example. Um, I work at Pepsi. Okay. Well, I worked at Pepsi, let's say um, you can go on LinkedIn. You can say, find me everybody in LinkedIn that used to work at Pepsi, who, who was a marketing person. Let's say you're a marketing person. I'm a marketing manager. I can say, let me find every marketing manager that ever worked at Pepsi who used to work at Pepsi. LinkedIn shows up, right? You'll then see where all of these people transition to all these companies. So right there, you have a list of 15, 20, 30 companies that already like people that work at Pepsi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You could technically, if you have some, you could technically go to the person and say, hey, I work at Pepsi right now. I worked at Pepsi. I worked under so-and-so. I think they were your boss. I see you work there. Tell me about the culture. Like just engage them, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you have anything, I'd love to, you'll then have that that former Pepsi employee say, by the way,
0: this person you,
1: you yeah, worked with a really difficult boss. They'd be really good. And, 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 you can play that game all day. I mean, that's, that's what I would, that's what I would do. You could do that with universities. You could do that with, you know, if you went to like a special school when you're younger, uh, you could do it, but that's, that's an easy, easy trick to see what companies hire because you'll, culturally we, we do this from the recruiting side, by the way, we, we, when we have terrific candidates, we'll see where we'll see, uh, the profile, of companies that like that kind of candidate and who they hire from. And you'll see some companies hired like 10% of their force will be one company. Like their workforce will be from one company. Right. And there's this trend. So you need to look for trends. Um, That's the best way to do it. Right. So you need to, you need to strategically like fish where there are fish. Right. And that's the, that's the best way to do it. Um, But anyway, there's things like that. You can use all these resources. Uh, I mean, they don't, they don't teach you this in school. Right. It's not, no! Like oh,
0: they, they teach you the other method. They teach you just write loads of CVs, get it all done, and, and then send. Send, 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 send to as many people as possible, and one one will hit, right?
1: Exactly, one exactly. And they, they teach you that in, in school and university. It's like they don't teach you um one one of the problem by one of the problems by the way with it, I think, in my opinion, the educational system is sometimes you have people that are making, you know, 40, fifty thousand pounds a year teaching people, and there's some people that maybe some people are not happy with that, they want more, right? And you know it, it, it's um there's a lot of people that just want you know millions or they want you know they want half a million Well, and, and
0: be, about the education system what, yeah. what, what what are your views on that cuz you you're an entrepreneur george yeah uh, you don't work for anyone you work for yourself right um what are your views on the education system and being an entrepreneur
1: right so and you see this all the time with these people and these ferraris and lamborghinis and and you know and and like I mean, you can you, just so you know, you can actually lease one for a day for a couple hundred bucks. So it's not it's not that crazy, right? Um, if you need if you need if you need one, right? Um, I, I, there's this trend where like, hey, don't go to university. You don't need school. There's that trend, right? The the um, and and people are advising others like, hey, don't go to university. I, I think, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of the I'm a fan of going you know university in general. I I. Um, I see that you can see it when somebody in how well, how well they write, you can see it in how well they speak. You can see it. And, and I'm talking about like in general, right. I'm not talking about this. There's, there's a portion, there are a portion of people that just are just. Yeah. They yeah. Just, like
0: those have a good time.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. The, the person that runs my team, by the way, doesn't, he went to university for two days and he quit. Right. He's just like, Hey, it's not for me. And he's, and he's the, like super bright, you know, and he didn't go to university. Um, but he was smart because he found a vehicle, right. Like a place like my, you know, my team to be able to make, to be able to you know, to live well and make a living, right? So if if you're not, you know, if I think the more education you can get, the better, the better, the better off you are, and and that's that's with anything. That's like hire a coach, right? That's that's. Yeah. But I think education, I think, is really really important. I don't know, I don't know, you know, I don't know about you, but I mean, I do make judgment calls based on you know if somebody went to if they where they went to university, right? And I do. Mean, uh, well, really I do.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah, I do. I do. Uh,
0: I, I mean, I went to university and I, I've got to say, okay, my degree got me through the door, certainly into to, to my right. first job, but it was so unrelated to any of my jobs. Um, right, but it,
1: it's one of these things where I can tell you where they, you know, every time you went into a meeting, right, or when, especially LinkedIn pops up, every time you went into a meeting, every time you there was a sales call, they're they, they were like, okay, you, people see that people recognize that, right? They recognize uh, these little things. They recognize, I don't know, they they recognize that, uh, you know, that you're like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like you're just all about fitness, right? They recognize those things, right? And, and those are positive qualities. And I think, I mean, I recognize it doesn't, I'm not, I'm not really like a, I'm not a, a university. Uh, I'm not fixated on the university they went to, but I'm fixated. Did they actually go to university or not? It just shows there's, a, there's a level of discipline, right? You know, for that. Um, but I, I, you, you can see this in emails you see the way people write a lot of times if they you can actually literally literally tell you know kind of schooling the head by the time by the way they they phrase their sentences in an email right
0: can and they spell yeah. correctly or do they put the punctuation in the right place or, then i yeah. just my pa to check or, No,
1: i don't know or te- or, or texting even sure. te- even 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 texting right you know even texting yeah, yeah. um but I'm I'm am a fan of education in general. I don't you know I don't know. I think I think what's is, I think the the other, uh, I guess to be, to contradict myself a little bit, you know I think you need to get some education, but like don't don't go to don't spend you know don't go on debt you know three hundred thousand pounds, for something that, it just you have no intention to do or don't you know don't do it because your parents told you to go to university right.
0: Yeah, that, and that's I guess where I, I was coming from. I think a lot of people now. Uh, go with the herd they follow what uh, they follow what society say they follow what their parents say and they don't actually think about what they actually truly want
1: right and nine times
0: out of ten they end up in a job they they absolutely hate right and uh, and 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 just praying for the day they can go on holiday have a weekend or retire and actually we all know (laughs) if you enjoy life and what you're doing and you have a passion for work then retirement who wants to retire right yeah retire, yeah man. so
1: we and we talked about this the first time yeah. i was on um we talked about this thing right and i call it a thing about we're t- we were both taught the same thing right go to school go to university get a job work there and then just wait to, to retire or whatever They, die. they just yeah, wait yeah. to
0: die work done that that's it and then How miserable
1: a life is that? And that's a, that's a, that's a, I started, I mean, my first business, I started in the business I have now, I did, I did all that, right? I worked at like the big four. I went to, I mean, I I was blessed. I went to, you know, new college I went, so I went to Oxford. I did all this cool stuff and I was still unemployed, right? And I thought.
0: What was the actual turning point? Yeah, I, I just thought you on your amazing, you know, journey.
1: I I, I so I I'd done, you know, I was I was taught like, hey, go to school, you know, get a job, play it safe, get a mortgage. You know, I was taught all that stuff, right? Um, you know, money's for rich people and and you know, that, that you can't it's just I was always taught that, right? Like that's how other people live, it's not you. Um and I was like, okay, that's just the way it is, right? Like what what am I going to do, you know, my you know. So I went to school and I I did I you know I did really well. I got great jobs, and then I was in this unemployment line, and I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, you know, like wow, like I've done everything I'm supposed to do, and I'm still here. Like there's and I was and and you you start analyzing the character like the unemployment line, or the like, the office is like there's a bunch of there's just so many characters. I mean, you could like people come in, there's some that have you can just tell that some are together, some are not, and I'm thinking, wow, like this is I'm I'm here. Like I've done everything I'm supposed to do, and I still don't have a job. You know. Yeah. And, I, and then, I, then, I, then I started to, and this is where the economics like kind of kicked into in my head, you know, because I've got like some of that, sometimes I have a mathematical mindset, but I, I thought, so if I, if I work for somebody really hard, like I did, you know, I'll get a 5% bonus or 10% bonus and, you know, they'll pay for my toaster oven or whatever, right? Like, yeah, I have to pay for, you know, I don't have to pay for drinks when I take a client out, you know, like, okay, they're paying for drinks. Cool. You can
0: if I don't do you a good job. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know,
1: and if I don't do a good job, then I'm on the street, right? And I could be in the street just because in my case, they, the, the company, uh, it was a German company in Miami. You know, I was, living in, I was living in Miami at the time. They just decided to close the office down, right? I mean, it did nothing to do with me. So I thought like my risk is, is pretty much the same. If I have a business, you know, if I do what I'm supposed to do, I can have a great life. I can control my time. I control my money. I can control anything I do. And if I don't do well, I don't produce, I'm still in the street. Like I have the same risk, right? So it was a risk.
0: Was risk it spectrum. that moment when you were standing in, um, in, in the dole queue, in the queue Yeah, the yeah. office, that you actually thought, wow, this is this is makeover, this is I go with the- it, was,
1: it was that combined with, I used to play basketball. I mean, you know, I used to play basketball every Saturday morning with these bunch of these entrepreneurs, right? They would show up, one guy would show up and they would show up in different cars and stuff. And one day they had asked me, they said, hey George, like, what are you doing Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock in the morning, you know? And uh, I'm like, I got to work. I can't, I mean, what am I doing? I'm working, you know? Like, that was the dumbest, it was the silliest question I'd ever heard, you know? Like, what are you doing? What do you mean I'm working? I'm working. Like, oh, we're going to play basketball. Like, you should come by and, and play some hoops with us, you know? Just just come by. I'm like, no, I have to work. I can't, I can't. Yeah, it was like absurd for me. I didn't I didn't think that way. Um, and it was it was that thought. In the, in the, in the, I mean, in the, you know, in the unemployment office, it was that combined with the risk thing. I just thought, like, there's, especially in Miami. In Miami, you see people on boats at like Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, and you, and you think, like, what do they do to be able to be in a boat in the afternoon? I don't know if you, has, have you ever seen that? You've like, what oh, are they... I've
0: been to Miami a lot. I used to, I used to yeah. do a lot of work from, yeah, from here, from yeah. London in the city. A lot of my clients were over in Miami. Beautiful place.
1: So, so you see these people with this lifestyle. You're like, what do they do? most of the, most of those people, they probably have a business. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty, there's a pretty good chance they have a business. Um, but, but all the, and I thought of these people that I used to play basketball with, you know, some were really smart, some weren't smart. They all, but they all had the common denominator was they all had their own business. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one was like exporting Kiwis and one, another one was importing bananas. Another one had like a tech company and another guy had a school. Um, and, and, and it was that. And I thought, you know what, like I'm young enough. You know, i'm already broke right like i was like i have nothing to lose right i mean once you're broke it's if you're broke it's easy to have business because
0: i guess it's one of those things when you when you reach rock bottom there's no further place to go right The only. Way yeah to and go. i
1: didn't for me and for me it wasn't for me it wasn't yeah exactly for me it wasn't i didn't feel like emotionally i felt great i felt i didn't feel beat up i didn't feel you know like i'm pretty in general i'm, I'm pretty positive about most things uh but I was like, okay, this is a, this is a good time to, to fail. You know, I don't, I didn't have any kids. Right. All I had, all I had was tons and tons of debt. (laughs) Like that's all I had. Right. You know? And, and, and I was like, okay, the bank, you know, like the bank doesn't care about me, you know, like, okay. You know, I, I I had, I had, when I moved to Miami, um, there was this furniture company that said, Hey, if you buy furniture now, you can pay 12 years later, you know?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah
1: or I think it was seven years. I don't know, but it was, it was a lot. It was like pay whenever, you know? And, uh, I had that, I had a, had a lease for a year that I didn't have the money to pay. I had a car. It was a basic car, but I didn't have a, I had a car. I didn't have the money for, I could barely pay the cell phone bill, you know? And I was like, I, you know, what's the difference really? You know, I might as well. And then, so I started a business, the recruiting business, um, and then I went from like broke to worse. Like it went, it was, it got worse, right? For a couple of years.
0: What was, what was the actual, what was your actual darkest moment?
1: Oh, the darkest moment. Oh, no. So the darkest moment got later, became later in 2009, right? So I built up a business. I built this business up. I was, you know, I was like, I was, I was the guy that was like, I'd go to a restaurant and say, how much is the bottle of whiskey or scotch or whatever. And I look at the price per, you know, per, just for one you know, for one drink or the bottle and I would just buy the bottle and leave the bottle at the, at the bar or the restaurant and come back later, you know, like a couple of weeks, I put my name on it. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just, I was just throwing money out. Like it was just, and, uh, the dark, the darkest moment was 2009. I built up my company of 50 people. Okay. Um, and all of my clients were banks and financial institutions. I mean, we, we talked about that this one time Yeah. and, and one day, like one day they just all called and like, Hey George, like, we're not going to, yeah. you know, like, so I, I had Merrill Lynch. I had, um, so I had, Mer- I had Merrill Lynch. I had, I had, uh, I had UBS. I had Morgan Stanley. I had w- w- yeah. Wachovia, Wachovia who's now West Fargo. And they all said, Hey George, like we're, we're pretty much like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like we, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was like, yeah, it was, it was kind of like that. My furniture loan of like, you know, we don't know when you're going to, um, so I had a, it took me a while, but I had to, I had to let, let go of 50 people, right? So it was like disastrous. The problem I had was I didn't save any money. I, I, at the time, I think I was making, personally, I was making like a million dollars a year, right? And I was spending like 1.2 or 1.3, oh, wow. you know? Okay.
0: And so, you didn't invest yeah. any of, of this?
1: No, I was, they call this, by the way, this is, if you're an entrepreneur and if you've never made money before in your life, this is a very important lesson that it, some people, people that have money, that, have, that start with money, like group of money, they, they know this lesson already. Uh, my, my kids now don't know this lesson, but I didn't, I wasn't taught this. Um, but if you're like the first time you've ever made real money in your family, there's this thing called lifestyle inflation, right? And you know, you make 100,000 pounds, you spend a 100, you know, 100. You always it's,
0: spend what, you, what comes in,
1: right? Exactly, but then, you know, there was, a, there, was a, there was a point where I couldn't outsell my stupidity, quite frankly, right? and i got you know i got called out you know like i got called out for my stupidity in that so the the that was my version of coronavirus you know covid-19 right because i learned that was the that was the lowest point where i decided okay i'm broke i had two ho- two houses at the time i lost two houses right i mean, it was just everything well, that what
0: would your lesson be on that if you were to, to start all over again if you were speaking to uh, to somebody that's decided, right, I want to be an entrepreneur or I'm going to start. Right. So
1: number one, I mean, don't blame, you know, I could have initially I blamed all my clients that fired me, right. And fired everybody else in the economy. I blame the economy. But then I realized, well, what about all the money I made? I didn't save anything, you know, like, so you need to blame yourself. I mean, that's the really harsh truth of things, right? Like, you know, if you're, it, it's like, you know, it's, it's like, um, you, you need to blame yourself for anything. Right. It's like last night, by the way, I, I mean, I was like, nine o'clock at night you know
0: blame or is it take responsibility
1: i mean i just it's a i don't know i mean it's like you know it's the same if it's like it's like you keep score you don't keep score but somebody's keeping the score right you know it's Mm -hmm. it's um last night at nine o'clock at night i i was at this i mean i don't know if you've had this problem with the refrigerator but like the refrigerator I, i was i was supposed to go to bed the refrigerator is like talking to me, you know, like eat something, George. You know, and that, that
0: problem. I was like, what problem with the refrigerator? Yeah,
1: yeah. But but you know, like yesterday I was like, okay, you know, let me just get out of the kitchen. I left the kitchen, and when then I, you know, went upstairs, and and I was, but you know, so like, you have to take you have to take responsibility, or you have to you know realize, listen, it's you. It's not the food. It's not the.
0: You know, the not, going, yeah, open it,
1: the <laughs> yeah it's not the stress it's not the it's not the it's it's you right and you have people have choices and these little choices like you know do you eat those extra 300 calories you know at nine o'clock at night you don't need you do that seven days a week you know it adds up in a month and it's just those little choices make really big impacts so you need to you need to really think about my first piece of advice is if your money's not right you need to sit. you need to start you need you need to you know, you need to get rid of the lifestyle inflation and, 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 you know, if you can't afford to go to a bar and drink or pub, then, you know, drink at home. I don't know, but you need to figure out, there's things like that. So I got rid of that. I mean, I, I just went from, uh, I cut a lot of things out that didn't make sense. I started to save a lot of my money. Right. And I started to save money for like a rainy day, just in case, not only for my business, but also for personally. Right. So like 10 years later, you know, I've got 30 people on my team. Um, which is a better, we now work remotely, right? I don't have office rents or anything. 10, you know, ten, ten, eleven 11 years later, COVID hits, you know, like we're, we're fine. Like my personally, we're fine. Professionally, my business is fine because I was ready. I've been saving for 11 years for something like this. Right. So. Um, um,
0: yeah. A lot of entrepreneurs that, and, and you know, you can include obviously Richard and all the, the big things yeah. that, and, and, and big women I'm not going to just say big boys but uh, that basically have literally I hate to use the word fail but because um, I don't like that word I don't believe yeah. in failure it's just a learning experience uh, but that basically yeah then the business has gone haywire. Hey, yet they have the balls to get yeah. back up and it's a little bit like my favorite Rocky quote you get, you get hit and you just keep on getting back up and then they're making it again right uh, what do you think what is that magic ingredient that that trait that makes a good entrepreneur that that, that makes that resilience to right you you get this to to you get
1: right you get this I mean there's this thing right like there's this bug in you that you know um, it it's it's and this is how I see it, but sometimes like you sometimes you literally print you know you 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 print money sometimes, right? Like you make literally money appear out of nothing, right? Because it was in your head, right? I know this is, this is, you've done this. You know, it's in your head, you have an idea and then it converts to somebody exchanging their money with you. And, and, and then that, that ability, that, that, that knowing that you can do that, you know, is a, is a wonderful thing, right? Like I, I, know, I know no matter what happens, no matter what happens to me with whatever business I'm in, if there's 100 people like i'm always going to be the one standing like it's just i'll get up earlier i'll work harder i'll figure out things quicker and if i don't i'll figure you know i'll try it and if you if i get punched down i'll get up again and i don't really i don't really care you know i think it, i think it's the, the Branson's of the world he's he understands that he doesn't have to win 100% of the time he can lose you know 20 30 40% of the time and he's still winning he gets that and uh, i think that's the that's the trait right like it's it's a it's not about the money it's about the game right and if you if you know that you you just you can play the game then i think that's what gets you up and up and up and i, I, I i've um yeah so it was it was uh, i i've now learned by the way since i got myself took myself up again i've also learned that things are cyclical right like this might happen to me again i don't i don't think it will because financially i've taken care of things um but if it does like i'm ready to get up again right like that's cool i can i can deal with that um but it's a great great question because it's a very valid trait that people have
0: and I think a lot of people would look at that, and and I and I've had a lot of people say to me, "I want to go into business." Do you think, you know, what are the traits of a great entrepreneur? Uh, and I guess it's like, well, you can look, are, are there traits? Aren't there traits? Was your dad or mum an entrepreneur and all that? And people say, "Oh, there's an entrepreneurial gene."
1: Right. I don't agree with that. But sorry, yeah, I don't I, agree with that. Yeah, no, I don't. No, I,
0: don't that. I don't either. But it's um. What I've seen in, in great entrepreneurs is this great ability, this resilience, right. I call it. Uh, and it's the, the ability to get back up and shake yourself down, even though everything feels like the world is coming, uh, coming on top of you. And, uh, and I describe it as not being a victim in life.
1: Right. Well, that's a, that's a great example. And this is, this is, I, mean, this is I, I mean, I was blessed that I've, I grew up in a great household, right but I grew up I did grow up I mean to be I mean just to call it the way it is I grew up in a very mediocre mindset right like that's and that's the way we grow up sometimes people grow up that way I just didn't I just don't want to be that way like you know like it's it's I mean people one thing is happiness you can be happy but I just didn't I didn't want to like I didn't understand the purpose of of the other thing too Sonia is like well you and I will both be we'll be dead much longer than we're alive right and you yeah, you better enjoy life, you know, like life is very, very short. So I love life. yeah, I, I don't want to be 75, 80 years old and say, I could have, should have, would have, you know, I just don't want to be that way. And uh, I'm, I'm about to take very soon. I'll start taking flying lessons. I don't know if I tell you this, but I'll start taking flying lessons. And, and one of my friends had said like, that's crazy. Like it's unbelievable. You know, like you're, it's dangerous. And uh, my comment is like, I don't, I don't want to be 75 and just say i could have done that you know like i don't want to have that regret and uh some people live that way people live
0: i, I always mediocre myself, mindset yeah I, I always ask myself the question if i don't do this will i regret it if i don't right. if i'm on the verge of or do i don't i and there's always always the point i'm at is if i leave this will it come back and haunt me right
1: well it's like there's a workout quote right it's like it's like something like says, like no one ever, like, you know, like, like, you know, some, no one really regrets ever working out when they're done. Right. Like ever.
0: Yeah. No. A, I forget
1: the quote, but there's a quote on that about like, you don't sometimes, and sometimes you, I mean, like, this is like two days, two days ago, I went for a run. I, I got, I didn't sleep. I just didn't sleep a lot for some reason. Um, and, uh, so I got up at like five and I just, just, I just went for, I went for a run. I, like I had zero intention I had zero. I was in zero mood to go for a run. Right. You know, But like you just know listen i'll just i'll put my you know just lace up and and go and 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 then yeah and you and then you yeah i mean i mean i do that i mean just and you know you feel better um but life is so short like you have to enjoy it and 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 people if you're this is a piece piece of advice for an entrepreneur by the way if you're starting out let's say you're um one of the fears that people have is and this is the problem with being an entrepreneur the problem is that you get paid literally to the penny what, what exactly what you're worth, right? Like that's, and, and that's what people are afraid about. They're afraid because mm-hmm. they've always had this cushy sort of job, you know, where they make their, and, 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 but then they, they come and then, and then now they're in a the marketplace and they have to sell a service or they have to sell a comp you know, they're getting paid to the penny, like to the penny, what you're worth. You know, you can't complain about your boss, that they're paying you 40,000 pounds less than they should. You're getting paid exactly what the market determines what you should get paid, right? So
0: or what you think you should be paid.
1: Right. And the, exactly sometimes people, that's a great point. People undercharge, undercharge their services. They say I don't I wouldn't, you know, um I wouldn't pay for that myself. Yeah, they that's a great point. That's a great point. They and, undercharge their services.
0: Yeah. And if you've got um you know self-worth issues, I think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs I know I've had that as well, where it's like should I really be charging that? Can I be really charging that? And, and the answer is you don't know your own self-worth. You don't value yourself. Right.
1: Well, I, I I've had that. I've had that dilemma before. I mean, I have it. Sometimes I have it, um, with pricing for our branding services and I've, I get to have, um, but what I've noticed is that the more you charge your, your sales approach changes, your energy changes, your enthusiasm to work with that client changes and you actually, you actually, um, you actually produce a better, a, a better pre-sales environment because you yourself have to convince yourself that you're charging thirty percent more, right? And you, you you work harder for the thirty percent, and you and you'd be surprised. I mean, it's but I agree. I mean, people charge, they undercharge, and uh, and then they then they then they get bad clients, right? And then these clients that are terrible,
0: yeah, And then they moan about their clients. And the clients doesn't pay, and is a
1: right. Right. The best, the best, I mean, the best clients are the ones that, you know, if they can, number one, if they, if they don't complain about the price and they just want to pay you, uh, they're not worried about the money part of it. Those are the best clients because they're worried about, you can then, you know, they understand the idea of exchanging their money to, for your expertise. They, they get that. And, uh, that the, um, but that's a, that's a great point. As an entrepreneur, we undercharge, um, because we think that we we're, we're taking our own financial problems and and thinking that the other person has the same problem, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's not true sometimes, right? It's not true. That's a great that's a great great point for an entrepreneur about undercharging. I, 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 really uh, I, I this is my 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 litmus test is I mean you can is you know until somebody tells you that you're create like literally you're listen that's absurd that's a crazy price mm-hmm. that's how you know you're not charging enough you know so but when you listen if you're gonna charge more you have to you have to add value you just can't that's people want people want to charge you know 10,000 pounds for a course you know but you have to add you have to add 100,000 pounds of value right yeah, so absolutely.
0: yeah talking of courses and adding value what or what was what's the best thing that you've done for yourself to add value and help you in business and being an entrepreneur if you could look back and i guess at the young george at 20 yeah. today Young yeah, man, yeah. this is what you need to do because this is going to be a game changer. What would that be?
1: So a couple of things. So it's I mean it's 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 um first of all the money thing. I I mean I'm I I I, I, I literally know the percentage of if I make if I make you know if I if I make ten dollars today, I know exactly what percentage stays in the business, what percentage goes here, what percentage goes here. So I, I have the money thing really figured out, right? What
0: percentage you take back or save or reinvest?
1: Yeah. So, so, um, right. So I, so we have, we have, we have, um, we have like, we have, we have a couple businesses, right? So I have on my business, my businesses, I have a scale of like, you know, I get 50% and the more that, the more that we earn, um, then I get 40%, then I get 20%, then I get 15%. And then the idea is to use the money to be able to hire people to, um, but I like the worst case scenario is I get 50% of the, of the, um, of a sale, let's say it goes to my family of that 50%. I mean, we, we, we spend 20% of the, like, so then now my family, let's say my, so there's a hundred dollars sale. My family gets 50 bucks, right? $50. Okay. Of the $50 that's now in the McGarren household, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we spend 20% of it to live to, you know, so we live on 20%. The other 80% goes into, we just, it goes into savings, goes into, we're going to start buying properties and real estate and, so we're living yeah so we're living on 20 percent of um you know of, of pretty much our income right which is a you know and i've got my wife you know my wife's so a stay-at-home mom i mean you know we live in an expensive area um but we're, we are live on 20 percent i used to live on 120 percent right you know
0: i mean Jason, um, that's quite frugal i guess because a lot of people say well if you can save 20 percent of your income, right. income if you are just a you know right. an employee they say,
1: yep. So, a- so, so this is the, goes back to the lifestyle inflation goes back to the, um, so I run three businesses, right? One's an eight figure business, one's a seven figure, and then the third is a six figure. So it's relative also to what somebody makes, right? So, you know, if you, cool. if you make a hundred thousand pounds, yeah, it's hard to live on 20,000 pounds, right? Yeah. Right. So it's, it's relative, but that's the, that's, that's the issue that I had before is that, you know, I was making X and I was spending X plus 20%. Yeah. 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 So I've learned that way, um, but the first thing is I have my money right. Number two is, and this is we talked about this before. But I journal a lot in my, you know, and and I the, I like journaling because you write things down, and then later it, it's like having a a, a a a recording box in your head. You read it, and sometimes you're like, wow, I didn't do that. I should have done that. You know, I, I'm so la- I don't know. I'm so lazy. I sh- I need to. I'll get somebody else to do this. And
0: when um, do you journal? Do you find there's a particular? Yeah, I do. It in the
1: morning, I mean, I do it in the morning. I do it in the morning. Um, so I journal, I mean, I do it pretty well, religiously. I mean, exercise, as you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but like you, you I'm convinced that people make more money when they exercise. Absolutely, you know, it, absolutely. It, yeah, it, it's...
0: I, I just think if Yeah. the amount of people I've spoken to, you read about, uh, talk to every single person, whether it be man, woman, whatever, yeah. has said, Exercise forms a part of their usual, their daily, or certainly part of their weekly ritual. But if not daily ritual, and,
1: and I just think financially, just it just it's just a great tool to gives you lots of energy. Like I'm 45, I have more energy than people that are 20. You know, I feel I feel great, right? So, yeah. um, so uh, so I exercise. I mean, I exercise, right? Just I mean, I'm active. Uh, the, the the third thing I do is is I'm this is a very important thing. I'm very conscious of time. I'm very conscious of what my time per hour is, right? And as an entrepreneur, you know, I delegate everything, right? Pretty much, I delegate most of my day um, because my time. I'm, I'm
0: smiling because I love it because I'm yeah. with you with the delegation.
1: Yeah, well, it's just I get to I get to do important things like talk, you know hang out with you, and I've got 29 people right now. You know, it's 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 like 29 you know, I mean, right now per day, I mean, it's, think about this. Somebody works eight hours a day, right? Um, you know, I'm working 30, 30, 30 times eight. I'm working 240 hours a day, if you think about this. So who who's going to, you know, who's going to, who will be more productive? The person that works eight hours a day or the person that works 248 40 hours a day? So that's, and you know, what people. can you
0: say to the person that says, oh, great, George, that sounds fantastic, but I've got no money to pay anyone to delegate. Right. I'm just starting out. What do I do? Right.
1: Well, the very, the very reason you don't have the money is the very reason that you need to, to need to get somebody in your team. Because this is, this is so if you, if you have no money, so let's say you make, you're looking, you said first year I want to make 50,000 pounds, right? Or let's say 100,000 pounds. Your time is worth, if you work 40 hours a week, 52, 52 weeks a year, your time is worth, so it's 2,080 hours. Your time is worth 50 pounds an hour. That's what your time is worth, right? So if you're, if you're the best email typist, you know, like you're, you're typing away, um, that email cost you $50, 50 pounds an hour, right? That's what it cost you. you. You can pay somebody 10 pounds an hour to take care of your email. 10 pounds an hour to take care of, the, the same person can take care of the calendar. Meanwhile, Sonia, you know, at 50 pounds an hour can go out and get clients,
0: can do what a, he or he is good at, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And that's a that's a 500 pound an hour task, right? And that's how you make more money. And and there is not one company that you've ever heard of that the person sits and hangs out at a cafe by himself or herself. It doesn't exist, like they just don't exist, right?
0: I, I, I completely yeah. agree. I think delegation yeah. is the most wonderful thing out there. Yeah. Like, and and i and, and yet so many people are too too frightened to do it i remember when i started the um, my show you know people said to me oh you know get your own camera and set it up over here and then just yeah. download it edit here do that and i'm like oh.
1: yeah
0: oh, no, 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 no. when i do my face to face interviews i have a fantastic camera i love that home, take i love the that film. we do quality shows and yeah. he does the editing. I will look over it, of course, but right. you, you know, I'm I'm not a, That's not my skill set. My my skill is the talking. to Well, team.
1: well, let me tell you something that that adds a lot of value because, for example, in my team, because you and I know you you and I know each other because of of, of uh, because of a mutual friend, because of Mark, right? And when when there was a referral, right, my my team gave me a quick like, Hey, George, by the way, you know, Mark was nice enough to refer us to Sonia and you know, and Sonia and and and. Uh, and they showed me some of the work and I was like, oh my God, amazing, like I'd love to be in her show, you know, like she's, and, and that's, that's because you, you professionally, you know, had things taken care of, right? And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's like you have to delegate and that's just the way, if you really wanna do anything, you wanna, most people start a business because they want more money, they want more time, they want, they want maybe freedom, right? Um, you, you're not gonna get that by working, you know, you're just exchanging time for money if you're just doing it by yourself. Uh, I I have somebody that I know that he, he literally, he runs like a digital marketing. I mean, he does like websites and things. I see him all the time at this local Starbucks near my house. And, and I, his name is Gabriel. And I tell him, Gabriel, like, what are you doing? Like, you you know, like you need to, I, I, I can go into a Starbucks at 1030 at night, 11 o'clock at night. He's there with his laptop. Right. Or I'll see him there. I'll see him there. And like on a Tuesday morning, he's there with his laptop and, and he's just like, I mean, he's grinding, you know? and uh it's it's not the way to run a business it's it's just you're better off quite frankly just working if you're going to just do the solopreneur thing you're better off working for a company you get holiday yeah yeah i mean you know it's not it's not um one of the things i was going to say this is important i i schedule my day really really well like really well and it's 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 um i have it set up in like sex sectors or sections where pretty much my 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 thursday for the next Four months is the same Thursday that I had today, that I will have today. So in the same way, almost like people think about, you know, they, they, eat, they eat at the same time, they exercise at the same time. So I, I do sales calls at exactly the same time every day. I, um, I do partnership calls on Saturdays from four to six. I mean, if somebody wants to do a partnership or whatever, my team knows put it on Saturday at four o'clock or five o'clock, right? And it's really structured um, how, I, how I set that up.
0: What would your typical day look like? If you
1: do a typical George day. Yeah. So t- I mean, today's today's Friday. So I even mean, know data. Today's Friday, right? So um, yeah, today's Friday. So I mean, this morning I woke up at five thirty. Quick cup of coffee. Um, went for a run. Ran five k. Right. Got back. You know, shower. Uh, I, I I do this. I mean, I intermittent. I don't I don't need breakfast. I do this intermittent fasting thing. Yeah. Right? So I mean, I just I just feel better. Um, so, yeah. So. Um, today I had a couple of sales calls, right. And, uh, usually, usually on Fridays I'm done by 1130, 12 o'clock, I'm done for the day. So, but today we got, you know, I've got, I'm hanging out with you. So, uh, so, you know, when I'm, when I'm, when we're finished, I'm going to do a quick team call just for like 30 minutes, see, make sure everybody's, you know, cool. Uh, and then we're going to, there's a pipeline, there's a pipeline, we have a dashboard. I'm gonna look at the pipeline for next week, make sure my team set up. And then they go home. That's my schedule on a Friday. Right. Nice. So it's, it's a, it's a three or four hour work day usually. Right. Sometimes five. Uh, I work, this is, this is, I work three hours a day. Right. Um, sometimes four, I, but I work every day. So I work my, mon- I work literally Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just, th- this is how I see this. I mean, if I'm going to, work, I, I don't work that much. So, you know, if I'm going to take off pretty much five hours a day, then I don't really deserve Saturday and Sunday. Wow. And I get bored too. I don't need to be like, what am I going to do? I don't, you know watch tv it's not really uh but i always i always um i I'll, I'll i'll this is and this is the privilege of having you know a business if i didn't get a workout in i'll like i'll cancel my day like i need to get my workout in first and then i do the other stuff so it's a really you know like when you miss your workout it's terrible like you feel, I, I, I can
0: i completely and and the reason I, you know i ask you about your daily rituals because i do think it, it is part of putting yourself up for success for the rest right. of the day or for the rest. And, and I absolutely agree. An extra form of exercise, the first thing in the morning. I mean, I can't like, if it gets past a certain time, I, I then don't do it. You know, it, yeah, I'm not one yeah. of these train in the evening. I need yeah. to get it, like get it done. I feel yeah. energized and I'm ready to go.
1: And it ruins, it ruins. Um, I know it just ruins the rest of the day. Right. Like you feel, it's almost like you, you're you feel sick or something like that. Um, I mean, you, you know, you're addicted, not, and I say addiction, but it's like it's probably maybe it's an addiction, but like even if you've gone out with your friends for drinks, and then you know, the next day you're still in the gym or you're still working you know, like you—that's how you know you're like, okay, I'm hooked on this, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's so, becoming an obsession, definitely. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I, I just think it's a—I'm—that's I'm, one of the things that I did differently um, as well. I mean, I just made sure that I implemented exercise because I, I wasn't—I wasn't like that always, right? I used to weigh—I used to weigh 280 pounds like years ago. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it's, yeah. I just. It just, I mean, I just was, I was unhealthy. Right. And, uh, and I was like, okay, what's the point of making, I, I changed, I changed a lot of things in my life, the money thing, the health thing. Um, I am less stressed, you know, I, I mean, I, I, my, the work schedule of, I used to work five days a week. And then one day I was like, why, why, why do we work five days a week? Because It's because somebody told us to work five days a week. Right.
0: Do t- tell me, do you look at um, spirituality or any other sort of forms of meditation? or?
1: No, I, I, that's my next thing. I need to, I, I'm so ignorant to that. You know, I, everyone tells me to meditate.
0: Meditation and, uh, is it's a, that's a bit of a game changer as well. Yeah.
1: you I know, say. I mean, I don't know. I'm always afraid that and I'm not, I say afraid, but, it, it's almost like I feel too wired you know maybe that's maybe maybe that's so wired to do to do
0: it because <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I thought as well it's like but I'm just full of energy like, yeah, that's yeah. I to say
1: yeah so do what, what is your what's your recommendation your recommendation to what your recommendation is to go to, to go to like a school or get somebody one-on-one or, or just no, online I mean, or?
0: there is so much stuff online there's apps that you can get or just some nice music I I mean, do you like the outdoors? I, I, yeah. I think the best thing for me to do is sitting in nature. Just start yeah. for five minutes. Put some nice, some gentle music on if you want to do it that way, or find a guided meditation. Some nice voice that'll just talk you through it, and then, then that's it. You know, you're just sitting.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's, and that's and wonderful. Say. Yeah, that, and, and, yeah, and yeah, I love the outdoors. I mean, I run, I run these ultra marathons. It's all trail and it's the coolest thing and you know, I love outdoors are great right so it's uh you you're you're, you're you, you must be you must be the 50th person that's told me this told, told me this in the last year right uh, which is good it means I'm hanging out I'm hanging out with good people right
0: Yeah, so, and, and, and you know they they've proven that it can do so many things yeah. wise as well um, you know rejuvenation of the cells yeah and just the general you know if you are stressed, if you do get stressed, then you know, everyone's got different ways of, of right. dealing with that stress. Um, what, what happens with me is my decision-making then goes awry because I've got overwhelmed. I've got so many things going in my mind. Yet if I just take five or 10 minutes just to calm down, get myself really centered into my core, sitting out in nature, then I find I can make much more informed decisions from a place of, of truth and, and a place of not being anxious and stressed and i've got to do this i've got to do that it's yeah it's just,
1: um... yeah i know i need to i need to maybe next time we when we meet up i'll uh i'll tell you my success story with the meditation because that's that's uh every, everyone's told me that you know everyone's told me that and it's they say it's like a game changer right for
0: Absolutely.
1: yeah and you can do it i mean i see it so when i go for runs i see people doing doing it at the park and you know, they just, they just look very peaceful, right, so,
0: that, uh, and, and you never know what comes to you in those moments of peace.
1: Yeah, and I've got, I've got this, we've got this, um, we have a, we have a place, it's a, it's a flat that's, um, it's in Peru, it overlooks the Pacific Ocean. Oh, yeah, yeah. That
0: place to do it? Oh yeah, my God. And,
1: and, and that, so, yeah, and it's just, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, there's a little park in front of us, right, but just go to the park, and there's a cliff, and you just kind of, like, you know, I, I could totally do it there, too, right, if, when I'm there, so. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: George, we're coming to the end of my okay. interview, and I feel like we can talk forever. There's definitely going to be a part two, and hopefully in person, but-
1: Part four, I think, right? Part four, I Part four, I think, part uh, four. Uh, well, hopefully
0: there's no technical difficult challenges this time around. Um, but my last question is, if you were to write a message in a bottle for future generations to find, what would that message be?
1: Oh, that's such a hard question. Um, I, w- I would just say, I mean, don't, don't stop dreaming, you know, like be your, own, be your own dreamer, you know, and don't let other people dream for you, right? That's, that's probably the message I would say, yeah.
0: Oh, perfect. George, it's been such a pleasure. Thank Have you, Sonia. you on my show. Namaste, and I hope that we will see each
1: other in person. Thank, Thank you. Me. It was awesome. I love, you're so much energy. It's great to be on your show again. I love it.
0: Hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, there's a new interview out every Monday. So hit subscribe and like, and you'll get it straight into your inbox.